Happy Tuesday. Why, hello. <laughs> it's early in the morning and our bodies are working and we're happy. Yes. See, my voice cracked on it me. It really did. It, and that was beautiful. That was wasn't awesome. It? I'll try that again. <clears throat> Why, hello. <laughs> hello, everyone. Yeah, that was... The lower version? Mm-hmm. It's the 24th of September and it is a dark and stormy morning. Yes. Dark and stormy, Marmy. Yes, it's so nice. I hope you'll get some thunder rolls as we're talking. Because we've had them, I'll tell you that Yeah, much. yeah. It was a Talib morning this morning, and um, Papa and I were talking about that thunder. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to... Actually, interesting. A couple of things Papa's saying today reference authority in um, thunder. So, hey, come on. Come you, on. You know it's him. Yeah. That's awesome. So, wow, this is, um, this is, is this the last, this is the last, has to be the last podcast of September? Yes, because today is the 24th. doxology and 24-hour prayer, so yes, that, that means should be, yeah, because the 30th of September is a Monday, and so Tuesday will be the first day of October. Wow. You know, those first weeks out of um, August rush are very slow. And I thought... Just are like, they? Yeah, because okay. remember how... <laughs> I don't remember that. Do you not? I don't. Okay, well, I'll remind you. So we did okay. this podcast at the end of August, and I was like, can you believe it's still August? And you were like, oh my gosh, it's still August. Oh, and, gotcha. Yes. Because okay. it was like, wow. I'm with you. And now, all of a sudden, it's the end of September. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> that was fast. It. Yeah, yeah. How did that sure. happen? Yeah. So now it's the end of September. Yeah. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got it. So, do we have anything going on? Is it? Oh my goodness, yes, we do have things going on, but. There's just so many. I can't think of them right there's now. There's so many. There's always things going on around here. That it's like, oh, my brain can't put my brain around it. The tent came down, but I think we talked about that last week. So, uh, well, the fall feast, we um, have just a lot of celebration coming. So, Rosh Hashanah begins sundown on the 30th. Um, we are having our celebration here, mm-hmm. our time to just be drawn together on Saturday, the 28th, and we just have a full full docket for that day. So we get to begin with a wedding. Yes, we do. And um, this will be my, see how many people are listening, because people will write and say, who's getting married? I'm not going to say. Oh. You have to write, and then I'll tell you. Uh, Red snap. (laughs) We're going to do everything out at Poema, and so, which we got to throw our, cast our stones, and they're the first time last year, I think, wasn't that, was that the first time? Or second time we got to do it at Poema. That might have been the second time. It might have been the second time. Yeah, so our third time. Right. (laughs) You know, that's, that's like what you're saying, it's like, how are we about to have three Rosh Hashanah celebrations at Poema? Because it seems like, you know. Yesterday. Yeah, and I guess we had Poema completed before the barn because we've just completed a year in the barn. But Poema, we had access to all in that journey of the barn being built. So, yeah. That foundation took a little while, but... It was worth it. It's strong. It's very strong. Yeah. What a beautiful building. And ours are getting stronger. I know, that's right. Well, um, 
Today is uh, the second of this little series that Papa gave me. Mm-hmm. And um, so this one, we're going to move forward in Matthew to Matthew 10. And um, in verse 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. So the authority is like the thunder that's rolling out there. Mm-hmm. We're having quite a thunderstorm. And, um, and it's when we see this, we say um, to uh, drive out impure spirits and heal every disease and sickness, it's like he gave them the authority to defeat selfishness, mm-hmm. which is kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And so all of the uh, decay that was taking place. And um, if we skip forward to verse 6, What Jesus says to them is, go to the lost sheep of Israel, and as you go, proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those with leprosy, leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. So there's a, there's a, that's a fundamental, foundational, um, we sing it, we know it. Freely we receive, freely give. That's such a picture of the inhale and the exhale. And um, and then I'm going to skip to verse 11, which says, Whatever town or village you enter, search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave. As you enter their home, give it your, your greeting. And... Um, it's interesting because it's all about the house. If the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. Um, and uh, incredible, just just how Pop, Pop, uh, Jesus is focused on the house. You know, it's like, wow, that's just classic Jesus. Because, you know, remember, whenever he was talking about a people, he talked about the city that they lived in. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's talking about an individual, he talks about the house that they live in. Yeah, for sure. There's a whole chapter of a book somewhere. It's probably going to (laughs) happen, I bet. Um, Now, here here we're going to do this. I'm sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. So, um, it's really cool because um, here we've walked through our... Um, verses in Matthew 9, and this week, um, uh, did, did everybody pray this week and ask Papa to send workers into the field of harvests? I did. And, oh, yay! <laughs> we, have, we have a full room of hands up. <laughs> so it's, it's, I can hold both hands Everybody, everybody <laughs> said yes. There's one person here, but... <laughs> It's okay. If you're listening and you raised your hand, we see you. And uh, I hope everyone did because I did this week. I was praying and just asking Papa to send people out into the field. And here's what's so cool. So in these verses, Jesus, and this is all continuous from, from when he made that comment. In these verses, he actually sent hit us. He sent us out. And um, so I um, feel like this is just an incredible picture of now. And what Papa said is um, for our week two assignment 
and and listen to this carefully because what what we have heard in the past is go and find a, a home to walk into, but uh, but we're not going to do that. Instead, <laughs> we're going to pray. So our assignment for week two is to pray and um, and ask Papa to prepare us so that we are ready for encounters. And I feel like what Papa wants to teach us this week, and, and not like this is this week he's going to teach it and then he'll never teach it again, but he wants to begin teaching us this week to continue to pray for him to send workers into the field and begin praying for him to prepare us for encounters. And what we're finding here in Bixby is that we're having encounters with refugees. And it's becoming more and more common for us to have refugees brought into our midst. And so what we're wanting to do is respond to that. So our prayer is, Papa, show us how to choose this week. Prepare us so that we are ready to receive um, the refugees. Uh, prepare us so that we're ready for supernatural encounters everywhere we go. So we're not, we don't, we're not just going to be sitting home waiting for someone to ring our doorbell anymore. Then we're going to go out and ring someone else's doorbell. Instead, we're going to be prepared so that we're going to live our week. We're going to do everything we normally do. We might go to the grocery store or we might uh, gather together or we might go to school or to work or to church or someplace, wherever we go, that we are prepared for an encounter. And, um, and, and this week, we want to have that in our remembrance. We are going to be ready for, for encounters so that when they happen, we know that Jesus is wanting to impart something to them from us. So through us to them. And, um, and that's our prayer this week is uh, that we would be ready and understanding that, and this, this may become a lifestyle that from this day forward, we see that there is a plentiful harvest and now we are entering into the season of the harvest. And this is something we've been talking about for eight years, nine years now, uh, the revelation 14, 14 planetary harvest. So how does that begin? Well, we sit and wait for God to move. No, we are maturing sons and daughters of God. So God is giving us very specific instructions. Pray for him to send workers into the field of harvest. Yay. And now uh, pray for him to prepare us for encounters that we would be harvesters as we go forth. And that's going to be for the rest of our lives. So from now on, so we're praying this week for God to prepare us. And at the end of this week, I believe we'll have momentum and maybe God will remind us to pray that again, uh, as we go forward for the rest of our lives. But, but, you know, maybe not more than anything, he will get us ready so that we'll have supernatural encounters and we will be harvesters in the field. Yeah. It's so good. We are not waiting for God to move, we are moving with Him. We are moved with Him. So yes. Um, well, I have just a, a tag for what you're sharing, and just a continuation. I think of strengthening the foundations as we just really um, don't change that subject. 
until um, he says otherwise, you know, and he's given us this this really sacred space to focus on this. And so um, it's kind of exciting. It is very exciting. Um, and so I think it, it continues that and, and just a bit from last week and what you're sharing. Um, so last week we shared a little bit about social anxiety, how the body of Christ all, you know, together collectively and um, all of that have a social anxiety that that is hindering us and that he wants to heal in all of us and um, so that we, we can be moved um, because if we have that, we can't be moved towards each other and, and even him at times because we get paralyzed. And so one aspect of that is perception. And this, again, is for the whole, you know, the church, the bride, um, all of his people, because um, I think we can all have false perceptions or have a perception so strong we just know it to be true greater than anything and we, we can't be we can't be moved to another view, to another um, way to see and especially to his view of things. And so I've just been talking to him a lot about perception because, again, we all can be so, you know, certain of what someone's thinking or feeling or thinking of us or um, that kind of thing. And we so often put our perception, how we would react in a situation upon another person, that kind of thing. So I've just been talking to Papa about perception and he had me in Matthew 5, <laughs> verse 8, Blessed are those who are pure in heart, for they will see or perceive God. And so I was just looking at the word perception in Hebrew. So this would be what his intention of perception is, not necessarily how we've um, changed it. So, <laughs> so the word is nizon, and it means to experience, to see beyond normal perception, to see colors of emotions. So it basically means to see the invisible because it means to occupy or acquire something that is of God. So perception is meant for us to occupy something that is of God, to actually um, remember it within ourselves and allow it to grow and come to a fullness. And so I apologize in advance to all of those in Cyprus listening right now because it, this does, um, that nizon is an Aramaic word and it's what um, Jesus would have been saying, but it is translated into Greek, which is is important. And so the Greek word is opsoniti from the root word harado. I'm sorry, Cypress. Okay, <laughs> it means a physical or mental image, or it means an experience. And that's just what you're talking about, experience him. So the amazing thing about Nazon, the word for perception in Hebrew, and what he intends for us to perceive is 
Nizon is actually an artistic word. Mm-hmm. And it means to, to see something in abstract. So um, it means to see something that isn't clear. But so um, as I was doing the word study, I found a couple of examples uh, from a place where I, you know, love to break down the words. And so it spoke of two artists. And one is Cezanne. Cezanne. I don't know. Cezanne? Yes. Okay. <coughs> what uh, era artist do you know? Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. Could be Cezanne. Okay. I think so. So anyway, if he was the one that he painted a lot of mountains and rocks. Okay. So, <laughs> um, but what was said of him was he saw colors no one else could see. Hmm. So specifically in rocks, he could see colors no one else could so another artist could be next to him and would not see those same colors and it was because he had such a heart to see colors his heart was pure for that and so he could he could really look into that and see and then van gogh saw colors in the sky no one else could because he he took the time to look like he waited to see it he was willing to wait and then he was moved by the colors that was said of him he was so moved by these colors or these um these shades and hues and all these things in the sky so perception is really to see what no one else could see because we're looking for it with a heart like no one else has for that specific thing so if we are able to really take this to a healing place <clears throat> and ask the Lord, you know, recalibrate my perception. I want it to be Nizone. I want it to be an art form. You know, for, this was really impactful for me because, as you know, and <laughs> you as in my person mm-hmm. and, and other people who know me well, like, I just, I grew up with the most artistic grandmother actually both my grandmothers were in different ways but one could paint and I always wanted to paint and then I went to this women's retreat and they were like everybody has this in them it just needs to be unlocked so (laughs) painting was going to be unlocked in me and I finished my creation and and the person my advocate said (laughs) I guess you really don't have it in there. <laughs> anyway, we know I paint other ways, but um, I love this because it's like you can paint in the way we see each other. You can, you know, there's all forms of artistry, but, um, the, you know, just connecting it to the two painters, it's like, ah, perception is an art form. And it's something that allows us to do things we couldn't normally do. Like, this is, I think, what the craftsmen in the wilderness had, was they had the heart to see what um, what space of God they could occupy um, and what they were going to acquire that was Him, what they were going to receive that was absolutely him and then they were able to create these incredible things and as we're in community I think it's so crucial that we would 
we would experience that together and we would each have a heart to perceive what couldn't be seen, what no one else could see and and bring that like that's an art form and now we're impacted by those colors we're impacted by those um personalities and and um character of each other in a way that it it impacts us it changes us forever because we're looking for him in each other we're looking for him and those things that we each carry that are unique, unique expressions of him, because we all have a unique expression of who he is. That's how his glory fills the earth, you know, through us. And so when we have a heart like no one else to look for something and we let him instead of, oh, they're probably thinking this, you know, we all make the face that doesn't mean the thing that, you know, Princess Brett, I do not think that means what you think it means. We all do that because, you know, of these places where we walk in social anxiety. I think just about anybody could say somebody has said that or you've said that to a person. We've done it to each other. You know, it's like, well, that's not what I was thinking. Well, that's what your face looked like. Oh my gosh, my face was just a blank canvas, <laughs> whatever. So, um, so anyway, that, that's just an opportunity we have in this experience in God. Um, and so that pure, you know, can also, just that Matthew 5, 8, the pure in heart. Well, blessed are the pure in heart. So abundant, blessed means abundant. Abundant are the pure in heart for they will see God. And then we also know um, there's a tie to inheriting, to what we inherit with a pure heart. And so Elijah said to Elisha, I don't ever know if I say that right, um, that he would inherit what he had with a greater portion if he saw him taken to heaven. So basically he was saying, if you will look for what no one else is going to look for, you will inherit these things. And so I just think right now through um, these assignments, he's talking so much about what there is to inherit. And we we get to be inheritance for each other with the, from the pure heart to see what no one else could see. And if we're all seeing, can you even imagine what's going to be perceived? Mm. Like the, the reality of him and what we're going to experience together. Pretty excited about Pretty it. Pretty excited, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yay. That's really cool. Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yay. All right. Well, um, we're off. We're off. <laughs> I was expecting more words with that. Um, but yeah, we are so looking forward to the fall feast. Uh, we have more we'll be talking about in that. Um, but very excited for our celebration Saturday, but just for um, Rosh Hashanah and the, the days of awe. And uh, just feel those are going to be so incredibly powerful and truly release an authority that um, we need. And so, yeah, we'll be sharing, we'll get to share about our 
celebration here next week. Hey, write us about yours. And, and thank you to everybody that's been writing us about the podcast. And, you know, absolutely write us about these assignments. What you experienced when you prayed for workers to come into the field and um, to be prepared. You know, that's what we're talking about today is being prepared. So write us, tell us those things. We've, we've had people doing it, and it's, it's such an encouragement and an excitement because um, we are just coming into epic days. Yes, we are. Yay. Yay. We love you all. Love you. Bye.